0: Visit the Vendor Process Training Center to enroll in your choice of 55 plus training sessions that will help you and your team avoid fraud, compliance fines, and bad vendor data. Or just sign up to get access to Vendor Process FAQs and to attend weekly drop-in live Q&A sessions. Visit com today. The link will be in the show notes. July 26, 2023. The IRS issued a draft version of the Form W-9. Though the form is not final, what's different? What's missing? Keep listening. Welcome to episode 252. Draft version of the IRS form W9 October 2023. What's different for the vendor team and what's missing? So, before I start with that, I do want to mention that I read somewhere where someone said that the they were addressing the fact that the IRS was updating the W9 Um, The version is October 2023. That's out on draft right now. And they said that it's, you know, it's being updated and it's about time because the IRS has gone, you know, a a while since the last update uh, because the existing version, as you know, is uh, October of 2018. Now, I don't know where that person, maybe they had a different experience than I have, but I will tell you, I was a practitioner during the years where it had a lot of activity. Um, And so I was a senior manager over global vendor setup and maintenance, and we received about 2000 vendor requests per month. So as you can imagine, that's a lot of W-9s. And so I am just looking at uh, the IRS's page where they uh, talk about or list the prior forms and instructions. And if I look at the form W-9, this is the period that I'm talking about that I remember Uh They had a version in 2011, then they had a new version in 2013, then they had a new version in 2014, then they had a new version in 2017, and then they had a new version in 2018. So I, for one, was tired of versions of the IRS Form W-9 because you know how the vendors are, right? They'll create a version, um, they'll complete a W9 or get it from their tax folks. And then they'll just keep it and give it to everybody that asks. And as these new versions arrive, they don't always, you know, go back to their tax folks and ask for an updated one. So they try to give you the outdated versions. And then you got to have that conversation. So I uh, was very happy That the last revision date was 2018, but you know, I guess it's been six years, I guess I can't complain. So, let's talk about uh, the IRS draft version of the uh, Form W 9 dated. October, 2023. I do want to say here, though, that I am absolutely not a tax professional. Um, The content that I provide is from that accounts payable perspective, um, which is reflective in the training session. If you guys have uh, seen or uh, heard me talk about or maybe even taken um, the training session on the Vendor Process uh, Training Center, it's called the IRS W-9 Example examples by tax classification, what to look for when accepting from your vendor. And I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Um, but in that training section uh, session, um, it really came about because I noticed that when I was that practitioner, um, that while there were in, uh, there was plenty of information on tax reporting, there was really at that time limited content on accepting Uh, the IRS form W-9 from a vendor team point of view. And what I mean by that is, you know, you have vendor team members, you've got new people coming on. Um, The issue we had was how do you, you know, train the team on when the vendor has filled uh, the form out? correctly. Um, right. So when do you need to fit, uh, when do you need to send it back? And so this session includes, right. Examples for each tax class. And we kind of walk through it because I just found that to be really to be missing. And, um, to all you listeners out there who are like, well, the IRS puts the onus on the vendor to fill it out correctly. And yes, you are absolutely correct. However, we know reality. You may have some vendors that just don't know how to um, fill out the W uh, 9, the especially those vendors in that first tax class the individual, the sole proprietor, single member LLC. One of the biggest issues they have is they don't understand that they need to put their legal name and are there. Uh, first name and last name in the legal name line on line one. And then, if their invoice is coming in a different name, their DBA, that's what they put on line two. Lots of times they'll put, you know, the invoice name on line one, and you have to send it back to them when uh, the 10 match, hopefully, you're doing a 10 match when it comes out as uh, not successful. And so, Things like that happen where you're going back and forth and back and forth with the vendor. Uh, and so uh, that training session really addresses that. Um, and that's the purpose of it. Again, I know the IRS puts the onus on the vendor, but in reality, it's really up to the vendor team to make sure that they uh, that they receive a valid uh, IRS Form W-9. And at that point, can we... Uh, update or add that vendor record. Sometimes, right, there's an urgent requirement for vendor records. So we've got to balance, right, getting the right information and getting that vendor, uh, set up so that the purchase order can be done or that the, uh, Uh, invoice can be posted and paid. And I recognize that I said urgent. And I know if you've listened to any of my podcasts in the past, or uh, maybe read some of my blog posts, I really hate the word urgent um, uh, as and exception for that matter, you know, exception to your process. It really shouldn't be any. But we all know those situations occur. And when they do, you still need to do your vendor validation, your IRS 10 match. And so if something doesn't match, if the form is not filled out correctly, that still needs to be resolved before you uh, create that new vendor or update an existing vendor. Anyway, all of that to say, so this is where that training session helps. And by the way, uh, I do... Have a live version um, of that training session. It's always on the third Wednesday of the month, um, and then it's available on demand within 24 hours. But the October session, which is October 18th, that's the third Wednesday of October, um, it is going to include the updates uh, based on the new version of the W 9, and that's assuming that it is, uh, that the W-9 is finalized, like there are no additional changes or the IRS doesn't push out the published date. All right. So speaking of this new version of the IRS form W-9 dated October, 2023, um, it's still in draft and the draft version was issued again, uh, on July 26, 2023, I will have a link to the form as well as a link to the IRS page where they list all of their draft forms. And when you go to that uh, page, if you didn't know, the draft uh, W-8 EXP is on that list too with the October 2023 date. And usually they will update all versions of the W-8 uh At the same time, so not sure when those or maybe even if those draft versions are gonna come out, but this the draft version of the w eight e x p uh, came out on June 28th. And again, it was also dated October, 2023. And if you're wondering what the e, uh, WAEXP is, because this is typically not what we receive in accounts payable. We typically receive the WA-BEN for uh, individuals and the WA-BEN-E for entities. But the WAEXP is the Certificate of Foreign Government or Other Foreign Organization for U.S. Uh, or for United States, rather, tax withholding and reporting. So it's used by foreign governments, international organizations, um, foreign central banks, and the like. Okay, so after all of that, here is where we're going to talk about what's different um, on the October 2023 draft version of the Uh, IRS W-9 form. And this is the version that was uh, published July 26, 2023. Line one, which is the vendor's legal name, there's no change to that. Yay. Line two, which is the vendor's uh, DBA name or disregarded entity name that's on the invoices, that has not changed. Line three, where they select the vendor or the federal tax classification, that has changed. So one, it has morphed into two sections, 3A and 3B. Now, 3A is still the selection of the federal tax classifications, but it does have one slight small change um, that um, shouldn't really matter. But they spelled out or um, listed out the acronym for LLC under the Individual Sole Proprietor or Single Member LLC. That's how it was on form or on the version October 2018. But on this current version, draft version, October, 2023, it is uh, spelled out. So instead of only the letters LLC, now it spells out a single member limited liability company. And then in parentheses, it is LLC. Not quite sure why they did that, but it doesn't hurt any. And maybe from the vendor's point of view, it helps them to understand it more. Not sure. All right. Now, the second half of that change with 3B or adding 3B... Uh, This actually is some verbiage and a checkbox that the vendor is going to have to read the instructions to understand if they need to select it. So 3B, and I'm going to read the verbiage. It is, if you checked partnership or trust estate on line 3A, and you are providing this form to a partnership, trust, or estate. Check the box if you have any foreign partners, owners, or beneficiaries, and then it says to see instructions. Now, this one might be a little tricky. You may have to bring in a tax professional, depending on how your company or organization is set up, because it seems to only apply to your vendor if your company or organization is also a partnership trust or estate. But here is where in the title I say what's missing, because in the draft tax forms, there's not a draft version of the instructions for the requesters of the W-9. And so the expectation is that the IRS will uh, include, right, instructions for you on how to determine if your vendor should have selected that checkbox. All right, so let's move on with line or area four that is on the left or right-hand side. And this is where uh, the vendor can put in any exemption codes um, if applicable. They can also enter in any exemption from FATCA reporting, Foreign Account Tax Compliance Act reporting. And that has not changed Lines five and six that has the address, city, state, zip code that has not changed. Line seven list account numbers here, um, which has always been optional, that has not changed. Um, requesters' name and address um, that little section doesn't really have a number on it on the right hand side um, that's always been optional. I don't know about you guys, but you know, with all those 2000 requests we used to require. I, we never put our information our you know our name and address in there uh, if you do let me know if that helps with anything uh, and then moving down to part one the taxpayer identification number you still have the Social Security number employer ID number to enter in those two sections. I don't see how, if that has changed, maybe I missed something with the verbiage, but I don't think so. And the same thing with part two, um, the certification where it lists everything that you uh, the vendor is certifying to when they sign it. Um, Unless again, I missed some of the verbiage. I don't see that anything has changed here uh, um, as well, or I don't see that anything here has changed. So the form itself is a little longer the uh instructions general instructions start a little later on the page and so uh this version of the w9 is 7 pages uh whereas the version of the w9 prior october 2018 is only 6 pages so more to come on that this is just what i have noticed that is different Um, from the October 2018 to the October 2023 draft version. Again, that was issued July 26, 2023. And don't forget the October 18th live workshop of the IRS W-9 examples by tax classification, what to look for when accepting your, uh, from your vendor. That Uh, is expected to be updated with the new W-9 that should be finalized and published that will be the October 2023 version. Okay, so thanks everyone. I hope you enjoyed the 252nd episode of the Putting the AP in Happy podcast where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links mentioned in the podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and writing a review of my podcast on the platform that you use to listen. Stay happy.